for wrestling diehards only, this is the Idaho Matt Chat Prepcast on IdahoSports.com. That's right. Welcome in. It is another edition, our second uh, trip here on the Idaho Matt Chat Prepcast on IdahoSports.com. Again, we do this live every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Mountain Time, 7 p.m. Pacific Time, breaking down the great sport of wrestling week in, week out here in the gem state of Idaho. A uh, couple of ways you can watch this live, IdahoSports.com YouTube channel, Facebook page, uh, as well as our Twitter account. You can also go back the next day. If you can't be here live with us, uh, you can download this podcast wherever you download your podcasts at. So a lot of different ways to get this content in. My name is Brandon Bainey. Our panel is Al Fontes, the gentleman that's uh, on the right side of your screen. Brian Zollinger down below and Jacob Eck is here as well. So thanks for uh, being here and thanks to everybody that's tuning in live. Again, you can uh, throw up uh, questions, comments, shout outs. We'll throw them on the air live. Uh, we had, look, look at this. Brian Skellinger came on early tonight, about a half an hour ago, wishing everybody a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Brian. And so, yes, as you're watching this tonight and you've got questions, comments, you want us to talk about certain things, uh, throw, throw a question out there and we'll answer it. And go ahead and hit that like button while you're sitting here watching it as well. That helps out. Uh, down the line with uh, social media algorithms and all that great stuff. So, all right, we'll start with a little around the horn discussion. I, I, I kind of like starting the show this way by asking, what was the best thing that you saw last week? Well, we'll start with Jacob. Jacob, what was the best thing that you saw in the sport of wrestling this past week? I spent Friday in Marsh Valley. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of good stuff all weekend. But so Marsh Valley, a lot of 3A actual like top ring matchups happened. And then, uh, the, I mean, I got to watch Brunson versus Tucker Bowen. That was a good one. Brunson just does what he keeps doing and winning. And then uh, Nampa in Oregon, that tournament was crazy. I finally got to look at it and loved it. Loved every second of it. So, Yeah, some tough out-of-state competition for Nampa over there in Oregon. The, the big story, of course, with them was uh, Diedrich Navarro. Uh, officially committed to Northwestern guys. I'm wearing my I'm wearing my UCLA shirt tonight. I'm a big UCLA fan in pretty much every sport. I, UCLA better get on the ball here. They're they're missing out on all these great Idaho wrestlers. They're they're all going to the Big Ten. It seems like. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah now, now that UCLA is changing conference, they need to add wrestling. So they're you know everyone else in the conference has it. So let's let's go California, right? Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah, what they don't know about UCLA back in the 70s and early 80s, they had uh, the Schultz brothers, the Kistler brothers. They had a team that had numerous NCAA All-Americans that they had to disband when they dropped the program. It's devastating. So, yes, they should bring it back. <laughs> yeah, got to pick that up now that they're moving to the Big Ten, like Brian said. So, Brian, what was the best thing that you saw this past week? You know, you know, I was at a middle school uh, conference finals and that was fun to watch we've got a lot of youth coming up seventh and eighth graders that were just amazing so that was fun i'd say on the high school level though um because i was at the junior high i didn't see anything live over the weekend i saw some duels but um you know that tournament in marsh valley those matchups one that jacob i know very well watch for sure was colter burton's match uh, with koi or i mean you've got two of the best in the state there and that you know i didn't see a live it looks like a battle you had um uh you had Austin Machen, Grayson Williams, a couple of state championships in that, that matchup. Um, and then the, the Calhoun tournament, it was fun to see in Oregon, to see Fruitland win that Middleton second. 
Um, so it was, it was good to see those Idaho schools go to Oregon and, and really, you know, the top five, six schools were Idaho schools, probably actually probably top 10 were Idaho schools. I mean, they really cleaned house. Middleton had some champions and, and Fruitland won that. And so it's, it's nice to see kind of where those schools were at. Yeah. And Al, what was the best thing that you saw this past week? Well, um, I was on travel this weekend, but I monitored a lot of tournaments. Uh, uh, and uh, I just want to say a shout out to Mac Mauger of Blackfoot. Uh, he went to the Walsh Ironman in Ohio, which is by far the toughest high school tournament in the country. It's a showcase invitational. It's like the who's who and prep wrestling. Um, kids that have come out of this tournament have been NCAA world champions, uh, Olympic medals, etc. He took six, but in his weight, the top eight were all ranked in the country. Um, Meridian was there. Uh, Mara, Hudson Rogers, and Gooley both uh, were within a match, I believe, of place in. And then Matthew Martino as well. Um, it's a tough tournament. It's a tournament where state champions basically go to lose. Um, but I commend them all for uh, putting it on the line at that tournament. And uh, But also um, want to talk a little bit about the uh, Tim Matthews tournament in Jerome. Um, fairly tough tournament in, uh, for the preseason. From what I was able to uh, see, Minico is one of the best teams there. Um, of the placers in the top six in the 15 weight groups, 44% of them were uh, ranked in the top six in their state. So pretty good, tough tournament. Yeah, Al, you, you said that line a couple of times before we hopped on the air tonight where, where state champions go to lose. Uh because it is, it is the cream of the crop. I think that's probably going to be the episode of the, uh, the, the title, the title of the episode or state champs go to lose um, yes. for, for those, for those that uh, maybe aren't aware of the scope of this, this, this is one of the premier competitions, not just in, in regionally, but, but nationally, right Al? It is the number one high school tournament in season in the country. Um, it, it, the competition, you have the Pennsylvania, New Jersey's, the Blair Academies, the uh, Wyoming Seminary Prep. Um, Idaho doesn't have a long history, but from my associates that run the tournament, people I know I've been working with for many years, they're really happy about the Idaho kids coming. They see what we have, and uh, they're hoping to see more. And we're hoping to see more get invited in the future. But it is the showcase. Um, I wouldn't doubt there's over a hundred college coaches there watching. Yeah. The best of the best all converge for, for one weekend of competition for sure. Uh, the best thing that I saw this weekend was actually something that's coming up. It's not a, a thing that's happened yet, but uh, this uh, Saturday, the 17th Grangeville high school is going to be hosting uh, the first uh, Beck Memorial tournament. We talked about this last week, right? Andrew Beck, a pioneer and icon in the sport of wrestling in the state of Idaho and tragically passed away earlier this year. And I think what a great opportunity to honor his legacy, continue that tradition. You know, we'll see a couple of Becks there wrestling and competing. And so that was, that, that's what stood out to me is I, I was looking ahead and saw that Grangeville is going to be hosting that this weekend. So I think that's going to be a pretty cool deal. So, yeah. Very cool. Definitely. All right. Well, uh, I see more and more people joining. We had a little hiccup with Facebook as we got started tonight, but it's rocking and rolling now. So friendly reminder, uh, this is the Idaho Matt Chat Prepcast, where we talk about the great sport of wrestling week in, week out. We're here live every week on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. A lot of ways to consume this content. Uh, go ahead and hit that like button while you're sitting there uh, watching this tonight. That will help everybody that can't be here tonight, you know, find it 
tomorrow or, or even Thursday down the line. So hit that like button. That helps out a ton with the algorithms. And then as we're talking tonight, you got a question you want to ask the panel? You got a an athlete or a team you want to give a shout out to? Somebody you want us to discuss? Uh, th- throw it up and uh, throw it in the comments and we'll throw it up on the screen and talk about it. So yeah, it's going to be really exciting. So the the big news was Navarro signing with Northwestern. That's now, what did we decide? Was it the eighth or ninth division one wrestler that signed this past year? I think it's number seven, right? Seven. That's seven. Yeah. See mean, this, this is why I'm not class of 23, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cause even, um, you got, um, Mara is a junior. Um, uh, Mogger's a junior. And who else is a junior that already signed this year? Uh, Colter one more. Colter Burton. Yes. So they're definitely looking this way. And, these, and those are the kids that are spending time in the offseason, going to Fargo, going to Super 32. They're putting it on the line. So they're getting recognized for their hard work. For sure. So, yeah, take take us through the typical uh, recruiting calendar, uh, Al, because I'm going to lean on you because you've, you've seen wrestling all over the Western United States. Where, where are we at in the recruiting process? If there If there is a, a kid or an athlete out there that – hasn't gotten that bite yet what's the what's the calendar look like in terms of exposure and maybe getting on with the college well i mean if they're a junior there's no panic usually the ones that get recruited now they're getting them early but these guys have resumes they placed at fargo super 32 multiple state tournaments they try to get them a little early but most i mean uh brian and uh jacob just Usually it's right after the kid's senior year, normally where they most kids get recognized right after the state tournament. I would say a majority. But the blue chipper level kids, the ones placing at Walsh Ironman and placing at the uh, Reno TOC and those type of tournaments um, or Fargo, usually uh, they have good resumes, usually getting picked up early now, usually sure. with this tournament. I don't think, I don't think there'll be another uh, recruiting until after the end of the season, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. Sounds right. Yeah, sounds about right. So, so Brian, we see a lot of times in other sports, you know, football, basketball, a kid will graduate early to go to college early to start their career. Do we, do we see that in wrestling as much or is that more for other sports? Not really. In, in wrestling, okay. usually people finish out their senior se- season. Uh, you know, you have some of the kids that take the Olympic path, uh, kind of like Skellinger was on where they're, you know, where they're, looking towards that, but even Skellinger and, and uh, Atau came back to do high school. So you usually see kids finish out high school um, unless they're on that Olympic track. And that's pretty rare. You see, I think uh, Aaron Pico is maybe the last kid I saw really focus on that Olympic track, but. Yeah. I remember Pico, he was a freshman in high school when undefeated, won the Walsh Ironman, won the junior nationals and was already beaten senior level wrestlers in Europe. Yeah. Um, I wish he would have stuck around longer, but yeah, he was uh, one in a million type yeah. kids. Yeah, that's uh, that's quite a resume. And there's yeah, there's certain boxes you can start checking off, like you said, the blue chipper prospects, uh, and, and we've seen that in the state of Idaho. Jacob, you talked about Nampa went over to to Oregon this past week, and um, you know they did well in the team competition, but uh, for some of the individuals that we're used to seeing, you know, finish at the top of the podium, they got knocked back a little bit. How, how strong will this make Nampa? The fact that they went over and, and took on some really good out of state competition. Well, I mean, if you just take Diedrich, 
his losses in Idaho are Mac, and I mean that's probably it for the most part. So he goes over, wrestles some California kids, guys that are ranked in the country, or I mean, Super Thirty Two placers actually wrestles super hard in December. I mean, come February, he's even going to be a little bit more hungry because now it just kind of showed him probably has some holes, just like Exford. I mean, Exford goes over and wrestles tough against Fargo champ Mitchell Niner, but then, you know, it, he, he found, okay, I got a few things. I got a tweak, and there are people that are right there, and it's good to wrestle that in December because February, you know, it's, Coach Navarro and the Nampa staff, they're pretty good at, you know, locking things up, so come come February, it's going to be tough for them to be beat, especially at least that way. Yeah, so early on, you know, we have teams that do duels, teams that go out of state for, for competition, and uh, we kind of touched on it at the very beginning, but to me, always one of the the, the signature wrestling events that, that really starts it off is the Matthews invite in, in Jerome. Uh, Brian, for those that may not know, I mean, the Matthews name in the Magic Valley is synonymous <laughs> with, with wrestling. I mean, I think of Derek Matthews, who just came through uh, Declo recently, but uh, that is a longstanding wrestling name in the Magic it, Valley. Absolutely. You know, grandfather, obviously, Tim, and then son, and, and now Derek. I mean, you got three generations of college wrestlers there. Um, and so, you know, well-deserved. It's a tough tournament. Uh, you know, out, like Al was talking, there were some great finals matchups there that, you know, cross divisions and 3A against 4A schools. And, and so matches that we're not going to get at the state tournament. So these tournaments earlier in the year, the Marsh Valley tournament, you saw some 3A, 2A. These cross matches, I think, early in the season are, are fun. And, you know, it helps with the overall state rankings and kind of see where they're at. And there's some big ones coming up this weekend that we're going to see a lot of cross divisional um, matches and duels. You know, the high country duels at Bonneville High School this week. Um, uh, you know, you got obviously Reno. So a lot of the good teams are heading down to the Reno tournament of champions this week, but that's kind of what I'm looking forward to this week are these cross divisional matchups between the different divisions of schools that we're not going to see at the state tournament. So we, we see them now and we're not left to guess who's the best. Yeah. You know, we do get, uh, we get into these silos sometimes of 5A, 4A, 3A, especially with the rankings, which by the way, we've brought in those back this year on idahosports.com the and the entire wrestling staff uh we compile the the team rankings of course the top five uh, for each classification but then we rank we're ranking the individuals by weight class again as well so that is such a fun feature uh we dropped those last night around midnight i think is when we finally got them up but they've been up on the site all day today they're right there on the home page uh you should definitely go check those out we're doing that every single week and so yes brian i'm excited too to see some of this cross divisional matchup stuff because you do get those matchups you wouldn't see otherwise for sure so we're getting some comments rolling in here uh lucinda wanted to talk about we talked about the iron man a little bit you know seven guys went there last week mac mogger took sixth uh she said uh he lost two in the bloods and then two in the round before the bloods which i mean it's still a pretty good i mean this is the the elite talent and so yeah you know to have a couple of l's like that could be disappointing but i think that still is a phenomenal uh yeah. showcase there so i mean yeah. he had world placers in his weight he had national champions amongst himself i mean this his place in six there is an honor because <laughs> he could have easily not placed or he could have easily placed third that's how tight these matches are they're down to wire matches from round one 
yeah, that that it's razor thin, right, Brian? When you go there, it's I mean, it, like Al said, you could finish third, you could not place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there, there's no uh, weak kids there. I mean, like Al said earlier, it's where state champions go to die, and you know, really proud of those seven Idaho kids. I mean, Rogers, Gooley, Twait, um, Mogger, Martino. I mean, they, you know, a lot of the kids won four matches. Um, you know, and, and we're like she said in the blood rounds and one out. I mean, that's an impressive showing for such as we talked about before, such a small state to have that kind of turnout was really impressive. For sure. Um, let's, let's bring on Ryan Skaggs. He's one of our broadcasters up in North Idaho. He's a former wrestling coach, uh, helped out at Lakeland for a couple of years. Inland empire meet was in Spokane last week. And then, oh yeah, the tri-state. We talked about this last week, Jacob, uh, up in Coeur d'Alene this weekend. Uh, Ryan says he's going to be there with updates on Saturday on the IdahoSports.com Instagram. So yeah, we're going to send Ryan Skaggs there. He's going to get some good footage for us. Uh, the tri-state though, this is Washington, Idaho, and Montana. Jacob, what what kind of competition can our North Idaho wrestlers expect up there? Oh, well, Washington brings. I mean, they wrestle all year round, do well at Fargo, so they're going to bring mm-hmm. a lot of guys that that wrestle, you know, competitively for eleven months out of the year. So. It's going to be, you know, outside of Raleigh, this is probably the toughest term that comes. And then Montana, Montana might be few, but, you know, some of those kids are very talented. And, I mean, there's been a lot of D1 guys coming out of Montana, and that's kind of what they're looking at too. So I think every year there's there's something crazy that happens at Tri-State. So I'm excited for for that. Yep, for sure. Ryan says uh, Mead from Spokane is tough. There, There's yep. some legit – Washington. So I guess growing up in the north in the northwest, uh, to me, Washington was always kind of the gold standard in wrestling. But Al, as we've talked about, I think Idaho has has caught Washington and maybe is starting to eclipse Washington a little bit. What's your assessment? If you look at the popular per capita, we're right up there. Um, the depth starting to get deeper in some of the weights. Um, yeah, we're catching up, but like Tri-state, I mean, guys, correct me, Tiger Grip. Years ago, I used to uh, rank the top tournaments in the country for Wrestling USA. And I remember Tri-state was one of the top in the region there. It was the Washington, the Idaho. It's a very competitive tournament. But, yeah, I think we're catching up. The culture is getting stronger here in, in the last several years. You're seeing more kids go to Fargo, more kids placing at these higher-level tournaments. Yes. Yeah, yeah bro. Oh, good, Brian. Yeah, I was going to say that tournament's going to be fun. We don't have a lot of Idaho schools going this year, you know, three or four, uh, you know, Kellogg, Bonners Ferry. But, uh, you know, someone we will see at Raleigh Lane is uh, the Flathead Montana School. Uh, they have some absolute hammers that traveled all summer to, to Fargo and to the team duels. And so, you know, it's going to be fun to see them at Tri-State this week and see how a Montana school does up there uh, compared to Coeur d'Alene yeah. and our schools. So there's some good yeah, matches. We saw a flathead at the uh, Raleigh Lane last year, and their their kids are quiet. They just wrestle hard. They're not really flashy, and before you know it, they got the team lead. You're like, whoa, where do these kids come from? They're just solid wrestlers, and I believe their coach uh, was a Minnesota wrestler, so they got some pretty good training there at their school. I was impressed. Yeah, the pride of Kalispell, Montana, Flathead High. They've long been the dominant program in the, in Western Montana, and then in the East, there's the Sydney High School, which is all the way over by North Dakota, uh, mm-hmm. over on the ugly part of the state. Uh, <laughs> I can say that because I'm from Montana. Uh, Brian, we t- we talk about the teams up north, and and in every sport and in wrestling, it's no exception. It's always hard to gauge 
the teams up north because they're kind of doing their own thing. They're in, you know, they used to be in the GSL, the Greater Spokane League. They still, you know, face a lot of that Spokane competition. And it's it's tough for the rest of the state sometimes to get a gauge on what's going on up north, right? It, it is. It is. I mean, really, a lot of the time, time, the only times the schools in the east see them are Raleigh Lane usually once in a while. There's, you know, an exception to that. Uh, Bucks Bags, occasionally you get some post falls will come down to that. So it is it's really tough to gauge, especially with some of the smaller schools up there. I mean, um, you know, and when it comes to seating at state, that's that's always been kind of an issue is there's not a lot of head to heads with some of the kids up north and some of the kids in the in East Idaho. So, you know, it's it's fun to see these tournaments and all we can do is follow the brackets and, you know, see how they're doing at these out of state tournaments or the tournaments up there. But again, that's what makes Raleigh Lane great, too, is you do get a handful, you know, Lewiston, Post Falls, Bonners Ferry. You get a lot of Sandpoint, Moscow. I mean, you get a lot of these schools coming down, which which makes Raleigh Lane even more fascinating. And you just hope for those matchups that uh, we don't normally get to see because of the geographical <laughs> challenges of idaho <laughs> right and and i know i know lewiston was supposed to come down to the treasure valley for their season opener and had to cancel that because the the roads were so bad that they were you know so they pivoted and, and had to go somewhere else and so you know it's like dang you know it would have been nice to see them in action um travis henderson says flathead uh, we were talking about flathead from montana they're going to be at tri-state they beat south fremont this weekend at, at a tournament in butte oh butte montana what a great place great duel it's uh, and and for South Fremont, so so Kalispell Flathead is would be like a five A school here mm-hmm. in in Idaho. So for South Fremont, a three A Jacob to go toe to toe with with basically a five A school, pretty impressive. No, it's good. I still speaking of that, I can't wait for Meridian South Fremont looking way ahead, but <laughs> it's coming. The the other thing I was hoping for when we got to the cross classification was when's a state dual tournament coming. Even if it was top two each division, let them wrestle something like that. Maybe one day. Yeah, that'd what be a great think, idea. Yeah, what do you th- what do you think about that, Brian? Like a little tournament of champions or something where we? I, I, yeah, I, I would love a state Google tournament. Somebody should throw it together. Like we've always um, tried to get it. You know, a super state tournament too. You know, you take the top four placers in each division at the end of the season, but. Uh, you know, we tried for years and years to get something like that going, and it's just so hard. Kids are – it's a long season, and you finish that, and it's it's tough to keep them together. But I'd love to see a, a state dual tournament because that can change rankings. You know, we might have one team ranked one way or another, um, but there could be a better dual team, and you just never know how – one team might be, have more depth that shows up at a tournament. One team might be better at duels. So, you know, it's almost a different sport or a different tournament for sure. So I, I'd love to see that. and. Uh, IHSA needs to get on that. <laughs> so you, you you bring up a good point. You look at Bishop Kelly. Are they, you know, they, they'd be tough to beat in a dual meet tournament with who they have now. Yep. You know, compared to a state where you're, where it's numbers game. You know, so yeah, I think it's great. Uh, back when I was in California, they started a dual meet state and it was great. A lot of camaraderie, a lot of kids that may not be able to go to state or place in state were part of a state championship dual team, which is huge for kids. So, um, no, I think it's a great idea. I yeah, think it'd no be doubt. Cool. 
Amy, Amy's on board with it as well. Amy Stratford Skellinger. Yes, please. Yeah. I want, I, I want to hear from the fans that are watching tonight. How, how many of you would be on board for that? I mean, I think that's a fantastic idea. Now, logistically, there's some things we got to work out. Like, like Al said, long season and all that good stuff. But I, I like that. We could have a little think tank here, but um, as, as you're sitting here, like Amy did, you know, join the conversation. We'll throw your comment up on the screen. We'll, we'll throw your quest. If you want to ask us a question, you want us to talk about a certain team, a certain athlete, uh, that's what we're here for. We're here to talk to you, the wrestling community. And while you're sitting here checking out the video as well, please hit that like button. It takes two seconds, and it's going to help everybody that isn't here live tonight be able to to catch the the replay of this tomorrow or or Thursday or or even Friday. Ryan Skag says he's in for. I, I think it's a great idea. And here's Troy. Heck yes, <laughs> yeah. I think I think we are we're onto something here. We could maybe sign a little petition and send it in. What do you guys think? <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't know. We might not get any traction here. Uh, with uh, with with at the state level, Christy says we are in. Where where's everybody at? Uh, Christy, where are you from? I, I want to know where everybody's watching uh, from tonight as well. Daniel says could always shorten the season by two weeks, then add in super state as well as dual state. What do you think about that idea, Jacob? I mean. Uh... I think most of the time everybody's whole goal is to just get to the state tournament kind of thing. So it almost have to be before maybe you could use dual state as some sort of qualifier for some of your guys for the state tournament, the individual state tournament or something kind of reward it before I, like Brian said, it's so hard. It's so long to wrestle, you know, till the last weekend of February, nobody wants to wrestle longer. And if you shorten it, goals change and he's kind of, you know, it, it would take some some work and some people waste more than I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh, that that's somebody for uh, that's something for somebody higher up the food chain for sure. So we're get we're getting the shoutouts in here. Uh, Renee watching from CUNA tonight. Troy's in South Fremont. Christie's in South Fremont. Riker Simmons, 132 pound uh, stud for the Cougars. Matthew's here tonight from New Plymouth. Boy, the Grims, what a what a juggernaut they've been the last couple of years. And then Lisa Wood is here from Middleton as well. Ryan says we could host it up north. <laughs> yeah, as as the uh, token North Idaho guy, right? Yeah, not enough stuff is ever up north for sure. So uh, Rachel is here from Moscow tonight. Of course, uh, the Zimmerman uh, girls have been doing fantastic for Moscow. We've got Amy here from Soda Springs. How about this? Michelle and Dan Fabby from Kuski. How about a little love for Clearwater Valley? They're very unheralded at, at that 2A, 1A level. They compete very well for being one of the, the smaller schools in the classification. Brian, how hard is it for those for those 1A schools to have to go up and compete against 2A schools that are filling out maybe an entire lineup? Yeah, I, I mean, just because the, the numbers, it makes it difficult. But we, we see, you know, over in East Idaho, we see teams like, you know, Ryrie, the 2A school, go up against the, the 5A teams in Idaho Falls and just – absolutely demolish them so you know it really depends on the program because some of these 1a 2a team schools new plymouth could compete with uh, most of the four 4a 5a um you know we have the on the on idaho sports you have those mixed school rankings uh with meridian south post nampa minico in the top five there but you know it, ryrie uh new plymouth they could compete they're right there outside of that so i'm um, well it's tough because of the number game you also see in these small towns like ryrie they get the numbers out. I mean, they've got little kids clubs with 70 kids showing up 
um, you know, preparing for high school. So it's tough, but uh, a lot of these coaches in those smaller towns just do an amazing jobs of, of getting everyone out. And uh, we, we used to laugh just the, the farm boy tough attitude. And, and mm -hmm. there's some truth to it because they'll fill out a lineup and they're coming to brawl. <laughs> yeah, no so, doubt. Brian, you, you point a important thing. I mean, the thing about being good in wrestling, whether the numbers, a lot of numbers, it's not what you do in seasons, what you do off season. So the teams with the best teams, high school, usually have a club program, kids program. They're getting kids to Fargo. They're going to camps. It, it's a full-time 365 days a year process. So it's a lot of work. So a lot of dedication uh, from the athlete, from the coach, but also the parents. I know we have a lot of parents that, that are watching tonight. Um, and thank you for what you do. And, uh, what you allow your children to to go do and, and compete and it's yeah phenomenal it, it does it takes a village right jacob it takes all the community coaches parents everybody that's for sure that's for sure and that's what makes it great you, you travel around during the summers and stuff and it, it's a big family i mean we see the mm -hmm. same people year round at these tournaments and become great friends and you're cheering for you know a lot of times you're cheering for your your state rival at these national tournaments. And, and so it's fun to see the kids that might be their worst enemy in the state tournament, but at Fargo, you know, they're best friends cheering for each other to pull through and it, it makes, you know, it's, it's just great. It's a great sport. And it, I've always said it's a large extended family. Yeah. It, yeah. It's a big family, right? And sometimes family members fight with each other, but at the end of the day, I like my family a whole lot better than yours. And that's how it is when we go to these national tournaments for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, let, let's preview real quick. What's what's coming up this week? We we talked about uh, Tri-State a little bit. We talked about uh, the first Beck Memorial Tournament taking place in Grangeville. And and everybody that's watching, you know, where are you going to be at this weekend? Where, what are you going to be watching? I know there's a couple of different competitions going on. Al, what's what stands out to you on the on the schedule coming up this week? Um, our team, uh, Rocky Mountain, is going to be going to the Reno Tournament Champions. I believe Bora is going to be there. Eagle, Meridian, um, Nampa, Ridgeview will also be there too. And then for the girls, Columbia will be there with some of the better wrestlers in the state for girls. Um, Gooding and uh, in Eagle, the Eagles girls team will be there. So my focus is on that tournament. And what, what are some of the other, do you know what other states will be? Obviously Nevada, but. California, Nevada, Utah, uh, Oregon. I'm not sure if a Washington team's going to be there. Sometimes Washington, they have Montana Washington. teams there. The greater Western United States, basically. Yeah, going to be some good competition. Christy uh, with South Fremont, they're going to be at the High Country Conference Duels in Bonneville. So that'll be a good time as well. Brian, what's, yeah. uh, what, what can we expect at the uh, HCC duels in Bonneville? You know, that's where I'm going to be. And that's going to be a great tournament. It always is. That's your dual format tournament where, where you get to see a lot of those interdivisional matchups. I mean, you know, Caldwell, Idaho Falls, Madison, Mount Home, Rigby, Ryrie, Shelley. Uh, so you got Ryrie going up against a lot of the 5A schools. This is the opportunity to see what, you know, how they hang South Fremont going to be there. Great. They're Teton. Uh, some 5A's, Thunder Ridge, Skyline, and Idaho Falls, the 4A teams there. So you've got really just a good mix from 2A to 5A, and so that's what that makes it a lot of fun. There's usually about 20, 20 to 25 teams, and they've got two gyms. And uh, they used to have a girls' tournament, but it's also exciting this weekend. Uh, Ryrie is hosting a the first ever, I'm trying to think what they're calling it, the uh, first Ryrie Rumble girls' tournament. And so uh, most of the girls from these teams that are coming to the high country 
conference duels will be at the Ryrie tournament, which is just, you know, down the road a few miles. And so you got two really fun tournaments in East Idaho this week. And um, on top of that, the, the Wiley Dobbs Invitational happening in Twin Falls. I mean, that's, that's everybody who's not in Nevada or the high country or tri-stool that that's where they're at. That's kind of the treasure Valley um, tournament this weekend. And I mean, there's a whole list, I don't know what they've got, but they've got to have, that's probably where Minico Buell, uh, more interdivisional matchups you get to see there watch see how Buell competes with Minico the top you know three and two a schools and or three a and four a schools going head to head so that one's a lot of fun so too much to watch this weekend for sure <laughs> yeah what a, what a what a problem to have for sure yeah shout out to Matt Harris the athletic director at Ryrie really stepping up his game uh you mentioned hosting the Ryrie Rumble girls wrestling tournament they hosted a girls basketball tournament as well you know just a couple of weeks ago so to host two events like that in in one sports season pretty awesome stuff happening there at Ryrie uh Renee from CUNA says cavemen are going to be at Wiley Dobbs so you can you can put CUNA down on that list as well uh, HA says, uh, we'll be watching tri-state, but our hearts will be with the Beck family. Certainly. Yes. We talked about, uh, the first, uh, Beck Memorial tournament taking place in Grangeville on Saturday. Uh, Jacob, what, uh, is, is there something we didn't hit on yet that you're excited to see how it goes this weekend? No, I'm, I'm going to be in Reno for the college tournament on Sunday. So I got some, some former club guys wrestling on Sunday and, Got a few red shirts that need, you know, need the need me to get out of the stands for a minute. So, you know, I'm gonna uh, I'll catch the Saturday portion of you know Reno TOC, and then I'll do the college tournament. But I'll be watching. You know, Bonneville duels is probably at least for East Idaho. That's the biggest thing. You know, Tri-State up north, Bonneville duels. There could be some good stuff. Brian, do you know if they're gonna do just the the rotation or are they going to do like two years ago when they put little championship pod? Yeah. I've, I've heard that it's uh, you know, I and mean, if you look on the website now, it's showing that it's going to be pods. So, you know, more like the, the uh, uh, Donnelly duels, stuff like that, they're going to have pods. And so they'll uh, rather than just say what teams are undefeated at the end of it, you may have a true champion this year. So uh, that's, that's what I'm anticipating. That's what it looks like. And that's what I've heard. So. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a great time for sure. A great weekend of competition. Friendly reminder, uh, Ryan Skaggs is going to be our tri-state correspondent. He'll be at the, the tri-state up in Coeur d'Alene, and he will have updates uh, Saturday on the idahosports.com Instagram account. So make sure you go give that a follow uh, so you can uh, see what's going on up north and, and see some of those teams competing up there. Uh, thanks to everybody for tuning in to another edition of the Matt Chat Prepcast here on idahosports.com. One last time I'm going to ask before we duck out. Okay, Alfonso says uh, he's going to be watching from Idaho Falls and supporting Thunder Ridge. Okay, yeah, it's going to be East Idaho. It's going to be fun to see all these teams duking it out up there in District 6. Yeah, uh, Alfonso might have some kids. I don't know, Jacob, do we have any Ramoses down at Tournament of Champions this week? I know he's got two in college going now, but I'm not sure where they're at. I believe Derek will be there. Caden's on the East Coast. So you never see him anymore. You're right. You know? <laughs> Yeah, you don't really leave Atlanta area East Coast when you get back over there for school, I guess, and you know, start wrestling. So, good. awesome. Well, good luck this weekend, Alfonso. Have fun. We're we're gonna be. Oh uh, yeah, Alfonso says Derek is. Yep. So, 
There you go. Cool. Well, uh, enjoy the competition this weekend, everybody. Uh, I'll ask you one last time before we duck out of here, uh, where, wherever you're watching this at Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, hit that like button, uh, hit that subscribe button. If you're on YouTube, it's the little bell icon. And that also will let you know whenever we're about to go live. Uh, we'll do this again next Tuesday night. 8 p.m. Mountain Time, 7 p.m. Pacific Time. You can, of course, go back and watch the replay later. You don't have to be here live with us. Um, but as you hit that like button or hit that subscribe button, it helps everybody that couldn't be here live tonight watch it uh, and find it a little easier tomorrow amongst everything else going on in their Facebook feed. So, um, okay, one last shout out here from Alfonso. SOU Raiders. That's Southern Oregon? Yep. Okay. I, I, I was pretty confident, but I didn't want to sound like an idiot. So, <laughs> Yeah, as usual, I've surrounded myself with uh, people that are much smarter than I, so I don't sound like a big idiot. Uh, so thank you again, uh, Al, Brian, and Jacob for joining us here. And thanks to everybody who tuned in live tonight. Uh, this has been the Idaho Matt Chat Prepcast. Enjoy the competitions, and we'll see you again next Tuesday night here on IdahoSports.com.